This podcast is sponsored by Cloud Optimizer. As a business owner or IT manager, are your cloud investment costs going up and you don't know why? It's time for Cloud Optimizer. As you migrate your business to the cloud, what you're spending and why you're spending it can get a little hazy. But Cloud Optimizer clears up the mystery and puts the cloud to work for you. Cloud Optimizer starts by analyzing usage patterns, right-sizing resources, leveraging discounts you may not be aware of, implementing automation, and much more. And by reducing unnecessary expenses and maximizing performance, Cloud Optimizer guarantees you a savings of five times what you spend for their service. As you utilize cloud-based services more and more, you don't have to lose sight or control of your spend. You can stay agile, streamline your costs, and optimize your performance, plus save significant money with Cloud Optimizer. Make the cloud work for you with Cloud Optimizer. Get a free assessment and find out how much you can save by going to cloudoptimizer.com. Go to cloudoptimizer.com for your free assessment. That's cloudoptimizer.com. Hi, everybody. This is Hondo Carpenter with the Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast. Thank you for joining us tonight where the Raiders take down the the Broncos 27-14. to It was an interesting game from a lot of different angles. Obviously, the Broncos bunch, benched Russell Wilson. Jared Stidham played for them. But to me, this game, and this is no disrespect to the Broncos, this game was about the Raiders. And this was about them making a statement. I don't really think it mattered who they played tonight. They wanted to make a statement. And the Raiders did just that. I want to go over a ton of information for you. I'm also going to answer a question. I had numerous emails and social media, people asking me if I had to guess who do I think the coach is. I'm going to let you know now, based on some things that I know I needed to talk to some people after the game. Some people said, is is your answer predicated on a win? No, but I want to get into all that in a minute. But it, the first job is is to completely recap this game for you. Um, again, I'm here at Allegiant Stadium. I thought Aiden O'Connell played outstanding. Now, I'm just going to say this. You're welcome to any opinion. I'm respectful of yours. But if you start putting stupidity in the comments, I don't want to talk to you because you're not a football person. He had a quarterback rating of 110 tonight, which was excellent. Aiden O'Connell was 20 of 31, 244 yards, two touchdowns, no interceptions. Okay, the sack came from, from a spot he didn't see it. That's going to happen to anybody. But he's not hurting this team. He's not costing this team. I, like you, am irritated when it's third and 12 and they do a screen. But you also need to understand why. Antonio Pierce's philosophy is just win. They didn't get training camp. They didn't get OTAs. They didn't get mini camps. They've only had nine games. And so they knew, hey, let our defense stop them. We know that they will. We're not going to take risks. We're going to protect the football. When we ask you to do stuff, we trust that you will. Just don't get turnovers and and put our defense on a short field. And so they played the long game. Okay. I don't like third and 12. I want you to throw it 13, but I understand 
They haven't had the time to put together the playbook and all the plan and all of it. And so they played to win, not playing to look sexy. There's a difference. And all that they have done is win. I mean, there's losses in there, but I mean, compared to there, there's so many areas where this team is winning. Um, tonight was the second time this year, zero penalties. Only three teams since the 2000 season in 23 years have uh, well, 24 seasons, actually, but 2000 to 2023 have had two games of zero penalties. The 01 Jets and the 13 Patriots, they're the 13. By the way, I want to thank my mentor and dear friend Rick Goslin for sending me that stat. But again, played very disciplined. They didn't beat themselves when it was third and 12, and, and they knew that, hey, there can be some blitz packages here or some dropping down some extra guys in coverage. Let's just do a quick screen. If we don't get it, we punt the ball. We trust AJ Cole. We trust our defense. We'll live to play another day. And they go and they get the win that I told you they would get. I told you I thought double digits. And again, it was 27, 14, 13 point win. Um, I, 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 I don't read a lot of social media anymore. And I apologize because I really enjoy interacting with 95% of you. But the 5% of you who are just completely irrational, oh, this wasn't a win. Denver sucks. Okay. But you play who's on your schedule, and they're an AFC West rival. And, oh, by the way, the Denver Broncos have never beaten the Las Vegas Raiders. Okay. You go to Kansas City and beat the Super Bowl champions on Christmas Day. Okay. You can point to bad games 100%. You can absolutely do that. And I agree with you, by the way. But when you look at the, the cards that they were dealt and what they did, when you look at the cards that they were dealt and how they handled it, when you look at the cards that they were dealt and how they moved, and, and my buddy Harry Ruiz is right here. Come over and say hi to everybody on the podcast, Harry. What's up, everybody? Oh, get your head down there. Oh, there you speak. go. There we go. Good Take to see you. Enough. Great to see you, brother. Hey, brother. Thank Tell you. your girlfriend hi. So when you look at Every single thing that goes into what they had to do, their priority was just win. So we're not going to get style points for being sexy. So what if he would have thrown for 500 yards but had three interceptions and they lost? I, I can deal with that. I don't care who you are. If your motto is just win, you just won. So now if you want to say, oh, it was only the Broncos or, okay, was it only the Chiefs? So those of you, and here's the deal. If you don't want AP, just say, it. I don't want AP. But don't throw away a win. What a win. thought it was a great win. This was a very well-coached game. Um, I admire the way AP tells Bo, okay, we're going to do this. That's exactly what they did. If you don't like it, that's on AP. But there was nothing I saw tonight. I'm going to tell you this flat out. Uh, if you weren't here in the stadium, I don't know what comes across on TV, but several times the crowd chanted AP, AP, AP after the game. Ted Hendricks, Marcus Allen, um, Jim Otto, um, Charles Woodson, and I think there was one other. We're all in the locker room advocating for him to get the job, for AP to get the job. Players advocating for him to get the job. Um, the crowd advocating for him to get the job. To me, this is very simple. He's your guy. You go hire AP. There's a lot of people that want Harbaugh, and I think you have great arguments. Great coach. 
but there are concerns that come with Jim Harbaugh. There are concerns. Okay. What if the NCAA investigation finds issues? So the NFL suspends them like they did. Um, Jim Trestle, when you remember, he went to the Indianapolis Colts. But not just that. Um, I've had Braylon Edwards on this podcast, you know, and other players I've talked to who played for him. Everywhere Jim goes, he wears people out. Now, who cares if you win? I'm not saying that because you heard Braylon Edwards on this podcast say he seems to have changed. Braylon played for him in San Francisco and said and said that I you know didn't enjoy playing for him. But now he seems to be different and Braylon's nephews on the team. But you're going to have a guy come in who's going to be very strong, like a John Gruden and a Josh McDaniels were. Make no mistake, whoever's named GM is going to be working for him. I think that's dangerous. I'm sorry. There are very few coaches who can succeed in that. And you only saw Bill Belichick succeed in that when he had a Tom Brady, the best quarterback of all time. So I think that's very dangerous. I don't think that's wise. Um, but if he comes, make no mistake, that is what he will come. Regardless of what they say, that's going to be it. But I think um, he has done enough. And I think he he goes five and nine. He writes the ship. I mean, you look at, I, I believe they're number one in the NFL now for penalized team. I literally would not be shocked if the NFL find the Raiders for being the least penalized team. That, that's just non-Raider-ish. But AP, that's AP. How about Aiden O'Connell? Look at his maturation. He's been phenomenal. Do they need to upgrade the staff? Of course, 100%. But I thought they needed to do that under Josh McDaniels. But this is a this is a very, very good staff. Several guys that were good that will stay. Um and this is clear now. So here is what do I think is going to happen? And I'll tell you exactly why. It's going to be very difficult for Mark Davis to go against so many to all of his players, so many of his important alumni to go get them. But I know. Tom Brady carries a lot of weight with him. That's a factual statement. I, I'm the one that broke the story. Tom was in the building on Friday. Um, carries a lot of weight. Him and Jim Gray carry a lot of weight. Now, they're both good guys. This is not an attack on either one of them. And um, if they want to go in a different direction, they're going to carry a lot of Mark's ear. But for Mark to go hire Harbaugh, who's a great coach, great coach. He is going to be turning his back on his locker room for the second time in less than two years. Well, not that true, two years. That's huge. He's going to be doing it against his locker room and against his fan base. Now, you may say, well, I'm part of the fan base and I don't want him. I agree. This isn't like it's 100% but it's a ton. And I think if I'm an owner of any of the other 31 teams and I need a coach, I'm going to go talk to Jim Harbaugh. Now I have things I want to address with him. I'm not going to give you GM powers. And if I'm an owner, I'm going to go hire a GM 
and then let them go hire Harbaugh if they want. But I'm going to tell the GM, you better be in charge. Because as an owner, I think you hire a GM and let the GM do it. I think the best thing that can happen, and I've said this before and I've taken criticism even from my colleagues, which makes no sense to me, there is a Rooney rule. I have acknowledged that. But if I'm Mark Davis, I tell everybody the Rooney rule was not invented for us. And I do what Rick Goslin said, who's the very famous NFL writer and others. Uh, I'll be telling you who some of them are later this week, but I go hire him. He's a minority. The Rooney rule is there to give minority opportunities. It's also there to give other guys interviews so they start to get known because we have a Rooney rule because for years, the minority coach was ignored. That's a fact. I don't care where you are politically. That is not a political statement. That's a statement of fact. But you're hiring one. Hey, we got to get onto the process. We got to get going. I can tell you right now, because there has been some speculation, people have said to me, I think Mark has told them they have the job, but don't say anything. I can tell you right now, neither man knows that they have the job. Mark has not said anything to them about, about it. None. They have no, they have no, um, they have no uh, inkling either way. I know that for a fact. And so as the process begins to develop, if you want to obey the Rooney rule, because the punishment could be the cost of draft picks. And again, I've talked to multiple people who don't think the NFL would find them picks, even though that is the rules. But when has the Raiders ever told the rules? You guys have heard Matt Millen tell the story his first day in training camp. He walks in, says rule number one, cheat. And rule number two, don't forget rule number one. And it's not cheating. It's just saying, we don't need the Rooney rule. We're hiring a minority. You really want to find us? Go ahead. The rule wasn't made for us. Go talk to the other teams. And you do what you what you think is right. I don't think it's right to go interview. If, if, if Now, if, if Mark doesn't know, I think that's a bigger issue that I'm not going to get into today. But if Mark doesn't know, then I think you absolutely go interview a bunch of people. But if he knows, and you go interview people, knowing they're not going to get it, it's disingenuous. It's disingenuous. And to me, See you later. appreciate you. See you, Mike. Safe travels, man. And, What's that? and it, it's disingenuous. If you're going to interview people knowing you've already hired your guy, it's disingenuous. Now, very quickly, I've told this story multiple times. I'm going to tell it one more time because we're growing very fast. Matt Millen, dear friend of mine, general manager of the Lions. He goes, retains Marty Morningwig because the owner, Mr. Ford, wanted to run a West Coast offense. So he goes up, does a press conference. Marty Morningwig will be back. A couple of days later, someone within the organization higher than Matt, and he was president and general manager. Matt has asked me not to say the name of the person, so I won't. But there's not a lot of people above the president, general manager. Goes to him and says, okay, I hired Steve Mariucci. And he's like, well, wait a minute. We just did this press conference. Whatever. Doesn't matter. So he goes and he has to interview people to obey the Rooney rule. And Matt won't lie to them and say, you're getting a real interview. Matt's like, I'm, two things. I'm a Christian. I'm not going to lie. And number two, I am a Raider. And that's not the way I cut my teeth in the NFL. 
We're not going to lie to a minority about a job. And so he would call people. I need to interview people to honor the Rooney rule. I want you to know you're not going to get the job. Someone above me has already hired Steve Mariucci. And so people didn't want to interview. Can you blame them? I wouldn't. And people told him, Matt, if you can't find anyone, I'll do it for you. I love you. I care about you. You're an honorable man. But as a minority, it defeats what the rule is about. So if you can find someone else. And so he could have went back to those people. But he said, no, I'm not doing it. And he had to go. He got called before Commissioner Tagaboo and had to pay a $200,000 fine because he wouldn't interview people and lie to them to make them think that the job was theirs. So if Mark doesn't know, then I'd go interview a ton of people. If he doesn't know, I think that's a really big issue. But if he does know, I think it's absolutely disingenuous. I've told you I've had two general managers tell me they think they could rewrite the con, could have, before the season was over, rewrote the contracts to hire them. I know the NFL says no. Again, Rick Goslin said there's no way they're going after him, and other people have told me that, and I agree. But if they do, it doesn't matter. You're the Raiders. You just did the right thing. When does doing the right thing matter? And if, and again, this is only if he knows AP is his guy. So here's where we're at. I think it's going to be extremely difficult, and I believe that the massive amounts of people who want AP. I believe Mark's heart may be to go in a different direction. If other people, if a Tom Brady, a Jim Gray, or, or someone else is in his ear saying, I think you should go in this direction. And I don't know what Tom and Jim want. So don't hear me. They may be on board with AP. But my point to you is, um, if there's any differentiation with anybody that's in his ear, I think Mark wants to go with as much of a consensus of an opinion as he can. And I would be shocked if um, he doesn't hire Antonio Pierce. Now, I still think it's close. I think it's a two-horse race. Uh, if there is a third horse, it's Gruden, who's way back in the pack. But I think when you saw tonight the crowd and you see the legends and the players, you look at all the improvements that you can't deny with this team. Multiple improvements. The defense was good. It's better. The offense is better. Still not great, but better. Penalties. Come on. Not even the, the same team. The discipline, not even close. The leadership, significantly better. When you look at everything that was against them, to me, I think this is an easy hire. Easy. And there is there is a lot of momentum behind Rich Versace. It's not even close to what it is now. It's not even close. So again, I want to say, I have no idea what Tom Brady or Jim Gray or any other advisor's opinion is. I have no idea. It may be AP. It may be somebody else. I've been told by people um, 
and I won't say which advisor because it may be somebody else, but that there may be some advisors who are not um, on the AP train. Um, I'll just leave it there. I won't say which ones, but I haven't talked to them, so it'll only be their opinion. But um, I just think this is a, a no-brainer for Mark. You go make the deal, and you let AP prove something. And there we go. All right, so now let's get into the complete recap of the game. And more of it. Um, I thought the crowd was outstanding today. The crowd was outstanding, just outstanding. I thought, you guys were so loud. Now, I went to Lot J, not to meet a ton of you. Now, I apologize because I have been working since, you know, all night. Sorry, I know I look terrible, but I have been. Um, I met so many wonderful people in J-Lot today. Thank you to everybody who stopped, wanted pictures. I signed stuff. Just so much fun meeting you guys. I met, I put some up on Twitter. I met these guys who made the best tri-tip I've ever had in my life. And the ribs were amazing. But the tri-tip was absolutely unbelievable with some sauce that they've been inventing for 30 years. It was great. I met a guy named, a couple of guys named Nathan, but I met one of them. Got to meet his uncle and his dad. Ran into Vegas Ralph, um, but so many others. But I met a lady, and I apologize that I don't remember her name. But she's a tiny little lady. She's probably four foot five. She retired from Orange County, California, and she bought this beautiful truck. Her and her husband and her son. And people said, oh, are you going to Grand Canyon? She says, no, I'm going to Raiders games. And she makes drinks for the crowd, the people who don't bring tailgating stuff. And for some reason, I think it was Monique, but I'm sorry if I got it wrong. But whomever that was, um, what a, I think it's called Drinks by Monique. Again, if I'm wrong on that, ma'am, I'm so sorry. But what a sweetheart of a lady she was. Um, I just want to encourage all of you, get to J-Lot. So... I have to tell you something really funny, but next year, the first regular season game, I'm going to do my best to get my wife and Dexter here. I want them to go out in J-Lot. Now, here's why. My wife sends me a text today. This is what she says. Honey, I know you're not a Raider fan. I get it, and I understand exactly why. But I needed to tell you something. I am. And so is Dexter. And then she just put Raiders. <laughs> so you guys have influenced her. So there you go. I thought that was pretty funny. And I thought you guys would all enjoy it. But I thought the team today was exceptional. I want to talk about just some of the stats because I thought it was fascinating. First downs. Raiders had 22. Broncos had 17. Third down efficiency, the Raiders are 7 of 13, 54%. You want to be over 50% on third down. Very good. The Broncos were 33%. Fourth down efficiency, Raiders never tried one on fourth down. The Broncos were, they got two of three. And again, again just talking about certain stats here. Listen to this. Rushing the football. Zamir White, 112 yards. Trey Tucker, 11. Jacoby Myers, 5. 
Aiden O'Connell won. But remember, there were some kneel downs in there too that go against that. So 129 yards and rushing on 31 attempts for the Raiders. Okay. Passing. They had 32 attempts. So you're perfectly balanced. 31 and 32. Aiden O'Connell already gave you his stat line. Let's talk about receiving yards. Trey Tucker, great to see this young kid coming in. A kid that's going to have a monster sophomore campaign next year. Trey Tucker, though, for 79 yards. Devontae, targeted eight times, five catches. Hooper, targeted five times, four catcher. Jacoby, five times, targets, three catches. Zamir, two targets, one catch. Just, again, another really good one. Trayvon Merrig had an interception. Good job for him. A.J. Cole, phenomenal. Daniel Carlson, great. And you just saw the Raiders play in every part of the game at a very high level. Let's talk about tackles. Robert Spillane with 12. Divine Diablo, 10. Epps, 8. Amik Robertson, three. What a game. And this is the thing I want you to remember. Look at this. I want to read you this about real quick. So Jarrett Stidham was sacked five times. Max, 60%. But watch this. Okay, so here we go. We had one sack for Max. One sack for Isaiah Polamau, one sack for Coons, one sack for Adam Butler, one sack for Tyree Wilson. Let's talk about Tyree Wilson and his emergence. Let's talk about Patrick Graham and what he did when there was a change and AP said, now go run your defense. And he did. He released Patrick Graham to go do his thing. I mean, the complete recap is this team needed to make a statement, and it did. You won five of your nine games. Now, let's pretend that AP had been hired at the beginning of the year, okay? And so he was sitting here at nine and eight today, one game over 500. Would we be having any argument about firing him and, and, and going after Jim Harbaugh? Of course not. And he's five and four after the trade deadline. No OTAs, no mini camps, no training camp, no chance to develop their 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 identity, no chance to hire his coaches. Everything was against him. And you got a guy that now think about this. If he had finished nine and eight, and this was his first season, and the fans are chanting for him, and the players are cheering for him and wanting him. I just don't think where you are right now, you walk away. And so with all of you that asked, and I promised, there were a couple things I was looking for tonight. I wanted to see um get some alumni feeling, which was very strong for him. And by the way, I didn't talk to those players. Um, Paul Gutierrez did of ESPN, my buddy Paul Gutierrez, and he told me that they were all lobbying for him. I was in, in doing the press conference. Um, and I wanted to see how the fans reacted. 
The fans were so loud tonight. And I wanted to see the team make a statement, and they did. And so that's the recap. The Raiders did everything you want to do. Was it sexy? No. No. You know, my wife and I are very happily married. Just precious woman. Precious, precious woman. She's stunning. She's beautiful. She's the sure I always say five foot hundred pound, but she tells me I'm five foot four and a half. Okay. Five foot four and a half, hundred pound blonde. I'm the ogre. I'm the Shrek. And but you don't have to be the most handsome guy in the world to be a good husband. And it wasn't pretty tonight, but they won. I almost think sometimes people would rather lose ugly than, I mean, win, lose pretty and, win, and then win ugly. Who cares? AP knew. I've got to just get my team to play to win. And to win, we have to be physical. We have to run the football. We can take our shots in the passing game. We have to do it when we want to, not when they expect it, so they're not dialing up some special blitzes. And we can't let our offense beat us. And they come out and score 27 points. 27 large on the Broncos. Now, did they just beat Baltimore? No. But Baltimore wasn't on their schedule. They beat every team in the AFC West. Everyone, multiple young players making an impact, using the whole roster. What's your complete recap? Season's over. You finished eight and nine. I thought they would go nine and eight. They finished eight and nine. But I think you have so many reasons to be excited about this team. We don't know what Mark's going to do. And, and, and let me just say this really, really quick, because I don't understand how Raider Nation sometimes just goes after each other. You may disagree with the hiring of Jim Harbaugh. I would. And if he does hire him, I'm going to disagree with it. But he's still a great coach. Still a great coach. But you don't have to go after people. I mean, I saw people on social media, you're stupid, you're dumb. Well, just stop. You're a family, Raider Nation. Family's going to have different opinions. But I think if Mark goes in a different direction, I'll have more to say about it. We'll just wait and see what he does, and I'll have more to say about it. But you guys asked me for my opinion. There it is. I think it's going to be Antonio Pierce. And if it's not, I think it'll be interesting, but I think it'll be hardball. So that's what I believe. And that's my complete rat recap of where we sit right now. Now, timeline. Um, the Raiders will begin immediately, I'm sure, doing their due diligence. I'm sure that um, I want to word this properly. I will just avoid it. Never mind. Um, they're going to get into that and start doing what they need to do in their process. Um, I told you, I think it'll be no later than the end of the month that a coaches are. I'm, I'm certain it'll be in January. I can't imagine them going past the Super Bowl because then you go right into, I mean, right into the combine. And that's ridiculous. That's putting whoever you hire at a disadvantage. 
obviously now the season's over. They're going to be obedient to the Rooney rule. Jim Harbaugh finishes his day on Monday night. He's already got an agent, and I believe that the process, I don't believe any interviews have taken place, obviously, but I'm, I'm, I'm sure not reporting is factual, but I'm sure there's been a little bit of feeling out. Hey, what do you think? What do you think? And I would expect that to heat up Tuesday morning. I'm not, don't run. Hondo says Mark Davis meeting with Jim Harbaugh Tuesday morning. No, I'm just saying Michigan wins the title or doesn't on Monday night. His season's over. And then, you know, they'll interview a few other people. And they know what they have in AP. <clears throat> but I think it takes it's done by the end of the month. So then you go into the Super Bowl. Then you go into the Combine, free agency, so much. And the Raiders have completely overhauled their um, scouting department, which was terrible when Dave Ziegler got here. Terrible. And it, uh, Champ Kelly was the one charged with doing that, by the way, and he did a phenomenal job. Now the Raiders scouting department is very respected around the NFL. Mike Mayock was respected, but not the whole department as a whole, just how it was run, not trashing the people, just how it was run. <clears throat> but that's the timeline. They're going to have to make decisions. You know, our, our draft pick is 13th. I'm talking about when I say our, not referring to Hondo, but I'm telling you what I think they're thinking. Okay, our draft pick is 13. So we need to go look. If we want a particular player, do we have to move up? Do we stay where we're at? What about our roster? We've got to evaluate our roster. Got to look at every position. Where, Who do we let go? Who do we keep? Um, we're going to begin doing um, – Zeke Trezevan is going to begin a series on Tuesday going over all the Raider free agents – and Aiden Champion is going to begin a series on Tuesday going over all the guys on the roster who are some guys that, you know, could not be here. Or, boy, is this a guy that they need to bring back. We're going to begin doing some great dives on the roster, really going through it with you. And then if they don't keep AP, or let's say AP now comes out and says, okay, I ran what I ran last year because I didn't have an opportunity, but this is what I really want to do. Here's my guy who's going to lead it. Here's the offense. Now let's go through and look at our roster and decide what do we want? What do we want? Um, I think it's going to be very difficult after the way that Zamir White has played down the stretch for probably Josh Jacobs to return. I would think, this is Hondo opinion, his best chance of returning is if AP gets the job. But I still think there's probably a better chance he won't be here. And if another coach comes in, I'll be shocked if he's here. Just shocked. Just because he's going to cost a lot of money. And I know how new coaches want to operate. So that's what we know right now. That's where we are right now. That's a recap of where the Raiders are. Uh, we'll be meeting tomorrow. We'll be uh, meeting tomorrow with um, AP getting his end of the year. We're going to be in the locker room, interviewing a bunch of players in the locker room, getting some of their feedback, some of their thoughts. See you guys. Peace. Appreciate you both. Hondo's the man. <laughs> um, but getting their feedback and and looking ahead to the offseason, there's the Pro Bowl, 
and so much coming up. There's the owner meetings, which are going to be big. Of course, we'll be there in Orlando at the owner meetings, and we're going to be at the Pro Bowl and all that kind of stuff. So um, lots of stuff coming up for you. Scouting, scouting combine. We're going to begin on Tuesday starting to write some draft reports on guys we know the Raiders are looking at and uh, giving those to you, what we're hearing, and some analysis. Got some podcasts coming up with some tremendous people talking about the draft. And then remember, in um, February, I don't remember the date. I think it's the second Monday, but it may be the third. I'll begin from then up until the draft every week writing my Monday, mock draft Monday article on what I'm hearing. What do I think the draft's going to come along? So we got a ton of information for you. And remember this, you just won. You ended your season on a positive note. No playoffs. I get that. It's been a long time. I mean, it's been two years, but it's been a long time that this franchise has not been viable. And I get your frustration there. I respect it. But there's hope now. There's hope here. And I think you can see it. I think you can feel it. <clears throat> the players have bought in. You got a coach that understands it. <clears throat> and he's in the chair. He's in the chair. So there you go. So from all of us from Sports Illustrated's Fan Nation, Las Vegas Raiders Insider Podcast, part of the Fans First Sports Network, thank you for joining us. Thanks for being with us tonight. Go check out all the videos we got up and much more. This is Hondo Carpenter from here at Allegiant Stadium. Thanks for joining us, everybody. God bless you. Have a great night. This has been a Las Vegas Raiders Insider production on the Fans First Sports Network. Whoa.